Kung ang kwento na lang natin bilang Kristiyano ganito, para maging Kristiyan yung friend mo, gusto mo ba pagmamatay ka, punta kang langit? Patay na tayo. Without a clear sense of mission, understand this, and preach gospel. Sobrang galing mo mag-theology on the gospel, and I do hope you have a good theology of the gospel. Kasi hindi ka papasa sa China. Yan yung number one question. What is the gospel? Okay? But an unpreached gospel is no gospel at all. Ang dami mong alam, pero nakatago lang sa'yo. Sa sobrang private, personal Lord and Savior mo talaga siya. Walang nakakaalam. Personal lang talaga. For Christ's love compels us. Pakisabi, compels. Compels means, I don't have to be pushed. I'm compelled. Kailangan ko gawin. Hindi pwedeng di ko ginagawa or else... Maybe, I've not been touched by God, Lewis. There exists in every church something that sooner or later works against the very purpose for which it came to existence. So, we must strive very hard by the grace of God to keep the church focused on the mission that Christ originally gave to it. Habang patagal ng patagal ka sa loob ng simbahan, meron daw sa loob, may sakit sa loob, na pag hindi natin inayos, would take us out from the very purpose why we're all here. This is the Act Like a Man podcast, taking manhood back with your host, best-selling author, pastor, and manhood coach, Dennis C. How did a small group of believers impact the world? Impact the world. That up until today, we could feel its very effect. Something to ask, something to pray about, something to say, Lord, what did they do that we're not doing? And what are they doing that we should start to do now as a church so that we can impact society? How did a small group of believers impact the world? Give you context. Consider this. Number one, during that time, Christianity was not a recognized religion. Pag Christian ka, pinapatay ka. Pag Christian ka, pinapakain ka sa leon. Pag Christian ka, ginagawa kang burning, ano. Ikaw yung sinasabit, di ba? They went through persecution. That was the context. Number two, there were no church buildings like this. They meet in groups, in small groups. Okay? Thirdly, the scripture was not yet canonized. Wala pa silang buong Bible na, na pinapublish. There was none. It was oral passed on. Paul would write letters so that they could discuss. There was no leadership trainings like this. Walang ganito na, wow, pang-upgrade lang. Diba? Walang sinabi si Peter, bro, punta ka bang upgrade? Walang ganon. Right? There was no leadership training. There was no Bible school. There was no people studying and dissecting the Scripture. They were just doing it as a group. And the standard of membership was so high, sobrang taas. If you want to be a Christian, you're signing a death warrant that I could be killed anytime. Gusto mo maging Christian? Di ba ngayon, baliktad. Gusto mo maging Christian? Ang problema mo, kukunin ni Lord. May so much peace, may community ka. Let's hug. Ganyan. But before, you really want to be a Christian? You want to follow Jesus? You know, Jesus is rejected by society. You really want to follow Him? And they would say yes to the call of following Jesus. Diba? They would leave their family, their brothers and sisters to go and follow Jesus. 
the standard was so high. Now, you might be saying, well, that was the uh, New, New Testament time, early history. It's not really happening as much as now. I beg to disagree. You look at contemporary history of the church today. So the DNA ng early church in the past, up until now, we can see its effect. It's growing. You cannot stop it. The more they close down our churches in China, the more we've actually grown. Kunyari, dati five locations, kayo nasa 12 nung sinara. Because now we're forced to go smaller and go to different places, and they started growing. Why? Because when people hear the gospel, now I ask Pastor Jackie, may membership ba kayo sa, kasi sa, dito sa, sa Metro Manila, di ba? Walang membership. Na, pumasok ka dyan. Member ka ba? Di? Oh, bakit? Dito ako matin eh. Right? Nagpapa-aircon ako dito on a Sunday. Right? I'm a member of this church. The membership is really quite high. They have to take a test. They have a test. You, you want to be a member. And one of the final questions is, are you willing to die for Jesus? Yes or no? And then why? Right? Number one question, define the gospel. You have to know what the gospel is. Bakit? Mamamatay ka na, hindi mo pa alam yung gospel. Diba? Ba't ka pa nagpakamatay? Sayang naman. Right? Or makukulong ka because of it. The membership is so high that instead of becoming small, they've actually grown bigger. While many churches who have lowered the standard for Christianity, what happened? They have become smaller and less influential. What happened? The DNA of the early church was passed on and we see this now happening in them. Assumption number one, okay, is that you have experienced the life-transforming effect of the gospel. Okay? Para maintindihan mo tong session, ito yung assumption ko. Okay? Number one, narek by love ka na. Right? Tinama ka na ni Lord. Okay? You've been changed by God and I've assumed that. And that's why you're here. That's why I'm doing this as a Christian because I've already been, I've already experienced the love of God. Number two, you have decided to make Jesus the Lord of your life. That's an assumption. The two sessions we'll have today is an assumption that Jesus is already the Lord of your life. Siya yung master mo. Makikinig ka sa kanya. Pag sinabi niya, gawin mo to. Yes, sir, I'll do that. Pag sinabi niya, oh, ano muna? Stop muna yan. Yes, I'll do that. That's the assumption. Thirdly, that there is a discipleship process in place. Ibig sabihin, alam nyo paano mag-disciple. Mahal nyo yung tao, follow up nyo, nagkakape kayo. There's already an assumption of that as I jump off to our session. Right? What made the early church so effective? What made churches in China or India or even the Philippines start growing? What did they have and what do they have that we can have as a church? Number one is the power of a clear mission. Sobrang clear ng mission. Bago sila pumunta sa isang bagay, clear sa kanila kung anong pinapagawa sa kanila ni Lord. It's a very clear mission. Go and make disciples. Go and preach the gospel. In whatever expression, kung nasaang kultura ka, go with that mission. The mission was clear. When we started as a movement, napaka-clear ng mission natin. Kaya laging sinasabi dati sa mga college students sa recto na walang pera when we started in Victory Ubet. Kailangan meron kang passport at meron kang 
Bible. Dalawa lang kailangan mo sa buhay. Passport, Bible. Bible para mag-grow ka kay Lord. Passport kasi baka tawagin ka ni Lord sa ibang bansa maging missionary. Go do that. It was a clear mission that we had. We wanted to go and reach the next generation. Everything we did was about the next generation. Sa next generation, walang pera. Sa next generation, di ba, iba yung amoy, right? Kung may campus meeting dito, pag pumapasok ko ng kwarta, wow! Wow! Smells familiar, right? right? Because that's what we're called to do. It is a clear mission. And I thank God, again, I thank God for people who might be 40, 45, 50 and up who are here today embracing that mission so that we can reach the next generation. This is not just papalaguin natin ang Golden Girls ministry natin. But really, the Golden Girls spending time with the next generation of women. We see that happen here. It's a common occurrence here. Right? It's a daily miracle that we see in our church. Why? The power of a clear mission. We were called to be world changers. Nung bata kami, yun yung sinasabi sa amin. World changer ka, world changer. Ano, ano world changer, di ba? Itaga, makati lang ako, anong gagawin ko? Right? I don't know what to do. But we were called with a clear mission. Sabi ni Antoine, okay, di ko na ma-ex, ano yung ibang, ano niya, yung apelido niya. Sabi niya, if you want to build a ship, don't summon people to buy wood, prepare tools, distribute jobs, and organize the work. Rather, teach people the yearning for the wide, boundless ocean. If you want to give people a sense of purpose, sabi niya, huwag mong bibigyan ng ito, kahoy, ito, pako, ito, gawin natin yung boat. Hindi, bigyan mo ng vision, pupunta tayo sa dagat. Kikita mo yung dagat, ang ganda. Right? Sometimes we've lost the heart of the mission. We're so focused on the tools. Ito, one-to-one, one-to-one, one-to-one. Booklet lang yan. Wala kaming booklet dati. Bible lang hawak namin. Right? We didn't have the materials in the past that would make us more effective, but we grew. Why? Because of the vision that I can change the world through the community that I have. The power of a clear mission. Never make it an excuse, and I'm talking to leaders now of our own local church. Never make it an excuse. Eh, tapos na ako ng NLI eh. Tapos na ako ng ganito eh. Leadership 113 eh. May 114 ba at 115? Do not make that an, ex- an excuse. That's why I'm not doing the mission God has given me kasi hindi pa ako trained eh. Wala po kaming training dati. Kami ngayon nagtuturo sa inyo, mga hindi na trained. Our training was to go out and apply what scripture we read that morning and share it to somebody else. Why? The vision was so clear. The mission was so clear. Let's make disciples. Baguhin natin yung mundo. Paano? Not, not with man-made laws, but with the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's how we started growing. Mission is not what a church does. But mission is what a church is. Don't say, ano yung mission? It should be in you already. And I think, yung early church dati, kung bakit ganun sila, okay lang mamatay, because mission is what a church is, not what a church does. You're not looking for, ano pang gagawin? Ano pang, 
Nasa sa'yo na yun, may ginagawa ka palagi. It's already lifestyle in you because there's a clear mission of what we're going to do. Sabi ni Oswald Sanders, a great deal more failure is the result of an excess of caution than of bold experimentation with new ideas. The frontiers of the kingdom of God were never advanced by men and women of caution or safety. Kung ang kwento na lang natin bilang Kristiyano ganito, para maging Kristiyan yung friend mo, gusto mo ba pagmamatay ka, punta kang langit? Patay na tayo. Yan ang kwento ni Lord, na matay siya para pumunta ka lang ng langit? Yes, that's true, but then that's not the story. The story is about the kingdom of God coming again. Now, if the church remains too safe, hirap eh, wag din gawin. Ano sabi? We will never advance the kingdom of God. Why? You're too safe. Nako, baka ma-offend pag sinabi ko yan eh. Nako, baka ma-reject ako. Ma- ma- namatay na yung mga fathers natin sa kakapri. Ikaw na-reject ka lang, okay lang yun. Or in-unfriend ka, okay lang yun. Because we're not men and women who are so safe that we're not doing anything anymore. We have to be going out. And that's a challenge for everyone here. With a clear mission, you would understand that to reach out is to go out and not to reach in. Right? Wag niyong gawing goal na palakihin lang yung victory group nyo dahil ang laman ng victory group nyo, lahat church members. Yan ang pinakamadaling gawin. Bente nga kami. E grupo ni ano yan eh, group na sumama lang sa'yo. You're not actually reaching out, you're playing it safe. It's just too safe. Right? We have to have now a change of tide of not Sunday victory groups. Why? Sunday victory group means many of the people you're reaching out are already reached. How about in your office? How about in the workplace? How about in the campus? Are we playing it safe? I'm not saying it's wrong. I think we need to have a certain percentage where we reach inside, but I think we've saturated it for the past 12 years. Nakuha na natin yung mga gusto mag-victory group sa loob ng simbahan. It's time we go out and do something and we cannot play it safe. Spiritual leadership development requires you taking a risk because of a very clear sense of mission in your life. Okay. Kamusta ba yung mission mo? Yung mission mo ba, mission? It's all about you. It's all about what, you know, what I've achieved. Or is it something that's too big that it requires you to take risk? What's your mission in life? Something to pray about? Our movement started with a very clear mission. This was our youth group before. I'll give you an education of the 80s, okay? 90s actually, 1991, right? We became youth on fire. This was, this was us, okay? The start of our church in 1984 was all about young people. We have a compassion for the young, the cashless, the next generation, yung walang Simbahan na nagre-reach out, doon tayo pumunta. We went to the, tawag sa English dyan, fringes, sa dulo. Yeah? Walang pumapansin dyan eh. Right? 
Doon tayo. Saan? Sa mahirap, sa kabataan, sa inaapi. Doon tayo. Punta tayo doon. You know how the church in the Philippines started, right? Not victory. The whole body of Christ. We started there. Sa walang pumapansin. New Testament. Saan sila nagsimula? Doon sa walang pumapansin. Sa bata, sa babae, sa mahirap. Ano nangyari? As the more they do that, to go to the people nobody's reaching, they started blessing the culture. Ang pagbabago, hindi puk, 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 puk. Hindi maliliit na utot. Okay? Isang malaking nuclear bomb ang nangyari. The people just going out, selfless, going out. Not to do Bible studies so that they could be cared of, but to care for others. What happened? The church now, every barangay, every province in the Philippines, you go, pag tinanong, nasaan yung simbahan? Anong sagot? Nasa tabi ng generics farm. Hindi, okay. Nasaan? Nasa sentro. Saan ang simbahan? Sa sentro. In English, it's in the center. The center of life and activity of the city flowed out from the church. Kaya sentro, tawag doon. Importante ang, ang prime real estate binigay sa simbahan dahil ang simbahan lang ang nag-iisip sa mga taong hindi pinapansin. And God honored that heart that Christians would actually go out to where nobody wants to reach. Right? Clear mission. Alam ko nung gagawin ko, ba't ako krisyano? Ba't ako sinabing Lord? Yun nga sabi ko, assumptions na to ah. You have been wrecked by the love of God. That's why I do this. I'm not even thinking about me or my feelings. You know? But I'm thinking about others. That's what mission does. It gives us a prominent place in the center because we're not after the center. Because for us, si Jesus naman yung center ko na eh. I don't have to be popular or powerful, right? Or to get involved in politics. I'll disciple the politicians. But because I'm out there with a clear sense of mission. Sabi ni Reinhard Bonnke, anam preach gospel is no gospel at all. This is so powerful. Without a clear sense of mission, understand this, anam preach gospel. Sobrang galing mo mag theology on the gospel and I do hope you have a good theology of the gospel kasi hindi ka papasa sa China yan yung number one question what is the gospel? Okay? but an unpreached gospel is no gospel at all ang dami mong alam pero nakatago lang sa'yo sa sobrang private personal Lord and Savior mo talaga siya walang nakakaalam personal lang talaga right? an unpreached gospel this hit me because when I was 13 years old, when internet was just new, we had magazines. And I would subscribe to this evangelist, Reinhard Bonke. He would send magazines every month. And nung binuksa ko one time yung magazine, nakita ko, may vision, ng, may, ano, may full page, just millions of people in the crusade. Sobra ako natouched. Tinanggal ko yung, ano, yung picture, ginupit ko. Nilagay ko sa, ano, sa kubeta, kung saan ako nauupo. Eh, tabi niya. Para every time mag ako, magpipray ako. 
Lord, give me the millions. Lord, you've called me to reach the millions. Right? This was so ingrained in me. Imagine, actually, natanggal lang yung picture two years ago. Nung pagbisita ko sa bahay, nakita ko na doon pa eh. Pero two years ago, tinanggal na. Right? Tatay ko na nakatira sa room ko ngayon. But, it's cha- but the vision still lives there. And maybe be- that's why I'm part of victory. Because the vision was so big. We will change the campus. We will change the world. And that's why pictures like that, that I'm destined for the multitudes, I'm destined for thousands of people or even millions, will be impacted by my life and the community where I'm in would have that same vision. I'm sold out. I'm going there. It was a clear mission. Continue to paint pictures of the vision God gives you. Don't give up, right? If you need to print it out so that you can see it every day, do so. And then preach gospel is no gospel at all. Matthew 9. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Right? Ano sabi? Yung pinaka-nature daw ni Lord He's the Lord of the harvest. Mahilig siya sa harvest. Right? Pray to the one who gives the harvest. Why? He gives you the heart and the mission for the harvest. Right? That was the emphasis of this verse. As Christians, I cannot stop because of a clear mission given by God. I need to go out and reach out. That's why we're doing Pasig. That's why we have Santa Mesa. Why? What are we doing? We can't be contained in San Juan. We have to go out or else we'll die. Right? Because that's the very nature of the God that we worship. He's the Lord of the harvest. For Christ's love compels us. Pakisabi compels. Compels means I don't have to be pushed. I'm compelled. Kailangan ko gawin. Hindi pwedeng hindi ko ginagawa or else maybe I've not been touched by God. Maybe my experience with, with God was just an emotional one, not a real one. It's shallow. But when the love of Christ compels us, we are what? Convinced. Convinced na ako. That one died for all and therefore all died and He died for all that those who live should no longer live for what? For themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. I was having a conversation with one of our leaders during our appreciation night. Sabi niya, sorry ah, di na ako masyado maka-volunteer sa church. This guy was actually doing a lot for the kingdom of God. Not inside the church, outside the church. I said, what do you mean? Haha, di na ako maka-volunteer eh. Saka, no, well, di na ako masyado maka, di na ako as active as before. Say ko, ano sinasabi mo? Say ko. And then I, I showed him, look at those. We have 600 volunteers. We have a lot of volunteers doing the work inside the church. I'm looking now for a different kind of volunteer. A volunteer that would volunteer to go outside the church and do the work of God. And you're doing that. So don't say you're not doing anything for the church. I actually need more people like you to be going out doing the work. Right? You see, you have to shift 
your mindset. To volunteer for the kingdom is not just, and please, don't, ano na, oy grabe, nagbo-volunteer na nga eh. Sige, wala na lang. Hindi, hindi, hindi yung sinasabi ko. Alright. Okay. Volunteer din po ako sa church. Nag-worship team din ako, whether you like it or not. Alright. Nag-kids ako, nag-ash, lahat dinaanan ko. Alright. But, I didn't end my volunteerism there. The real dangerous volunteers actually go outside the walls of the church. Right? Alam naman natin, di ba? Na pag naglinis ka ng, at inayos mo yung silya, hindi po nasesave ang silya. Pero kailangan may mag-ayos niyan. And that's a test of our servant's heart. But it is when we go out, have coffee with somebody, talk to somebody. Why? We have a clear mission of what we want to do. What kind of a volunteer are you? Clear ba yung mission ni Lord sa'yo o hindi? That you're here to change the world with the gospel. And when I say the world, I'm not talking about the entire world. I'm talking about your world. Saang mundo ka nilagay ni Lord? Then make a difference in that world. Sabi ni C.S. Lewis, there exists in every church something that sooner or later works against the very purpose for which it came to existence. So we must strive very hard by the grace of God to keep the church focused on the mission that Christ originally gave to it. Habang patagal ng patagal ka sa loob ng simbahan, meron daw sa loob, may sakit sa loob, na pag hindi natin inayos, would take us out from the very purpose why we're all here. Which is to make disciples. Which is to engage culture and community. Yeah? Napansin nyo yung four E's natin. Engage, establish, equip, empower. Engage culture and community. Establish. but mo gusto ma-establish? Para ma-engage mo culture and community. but mo gusto ma-equip? To engage culture and community. but ka ma-empower? To engage culture and community. I hope you see that even in the four E's, Napaka-importante yung first E. Lahat ng ginagawa natin dito at yung trabaho ko bilang pastor is to equip you to engage culture and community. All of us going out or else what? We become now a group that just, that's just too inward focused. And C.S. Lewis said, watch out for that. That will kill the church. I've been to many churches where the vision has been lost somewhere down the line. And we don't want that. We want a church that's alive. We want a church that is a clear mission. Keep the mission alive in our hearts. Number one, that's number one. The power of a clear mission. Clear bang mission sa'yo. Right? In light of our overall honor God make disciples, make your own mission statement. Kung nasa ang mundo ka, alam nyo, iba-iba expression natin. Ha? Tandaan nyo yan, iba-iba tayong mag-express. Okay? Yung iba, mas busy kayo. Yung iba, once a week lang kayo makakaano dito sa church. Yung expression nyo iba kaysa sa estudyante na madaming oras. Right? So baka yung benteng dinidisciple ng estudyante, wag po kayo mainggit kasi wala pa silang anak at wala silang trabaho kundi mag-aral. Right? We have different expressions. How we do it. Hindi naman to paramihan eh. Ano to eh? If the mission is so clear, it's automatic. You just do what you do. And do it 
with the kingdom in mind. And you will start to see people getting saved and getting discipled. The power of a clear mission. Number two is the power of community. Ngayon may tinatawag na crowded loneliness. Maraming lonely kahit na napakarami. In fact, baka meron dito ganun yung feeling nyo. Andito kayo, dami natin, pero feeling mo lonely ka. It's called crowded loneliness. That's the world we live in today. Sobrang connected sa social media, pero lonely. Kaya di ba sabi nga, now this is a picture of our appreciation night. We have 600 plus volunteers. I'm so happy with this picture. This is a picture of community. Yeah. Sino, sino masaya na sa community ka? Right. Happy ka, may friends ka, na nagmamahal sa'yo kahit ganun ka. Right? Community. Alright? Sipi mo, no? Tinuturing niyo akong pastor, I'm so happy. Right? Why? It's community. Di ba? Yung preaching kong pangit two weeks ago, okay lang sa inyo. Nandito pa rin kayo, di ba? Why? We're community. It's okay. It's okay to make mistakes. Why? We're, it's part of being in community. Right? Di ba yung recent study? And we went through this. Yung next generation, yung generation nyo dati, yung mga, mga post-millennial, ah, pre-millennial, di ba? We believe, then we belong. Alala ko pa yan eh. Gusto mo mag on fire? You have to believe. Believe that Jesus, di ba? Believe ganyan. Wala munang girlfriend. Diba? Lord muna. We believe and then we belong. Oh, now I belong to youth on fire. Now it's different. Now you belong in the community before they believe. Tatanggapin mo ba ako? Kahit na ganito ako? Tanggap kita. Si Lord na magbabago sa'yo. Alika dito. Right? It has changed how we engage community. Right? And how people become part of our community. But one thing never changed. It says, never give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. Right? The Bible tells us we cannot give up meeting together. Well, don't isolate yourself. With a clear mission and the power of community, ang lakas nung, lakas nung double, ano? Uh, yung one-two punch ng mission and community together. Right? Now, I want to go back to this picture. When you are in community, there's camaraderie. Yeah. Nagkalabasan na dyan. Yung mga hindi marunong sumayaw, sumayaw. Nakita na natin paano mo pinaya sarili mo. Right? There's camaraderie. Masaya. Nag-a-appear tayo. Diba? Eh, ganyan-ganyan. Hug-hug. Diba? That's community. Right? Camaraderie does not automatically mean covenant relationships. Okay? Ulitin ko ha. Covenant produces camaraderie. We're in this together. Let's do this. It produces camaraderie. Pero marami rin grupo may camaraderie pero walang covenant. Right? Yung basketball group mo, tas na-injure ka, hindi ka nakasama. Right? Wala nang, dati may may camaraderie kayo, pero hindi ka na-part, hindi ka na-invited. Right? Yung dating eating group mo, nagkito ka na, out ka na. Right? Pumayat ka na eh. Di ba? Make us feel bad. Right? So there's, hindi ibig sabihin ganon. And I look at this picture as much as I love this. Love nyo ba to? Love nyo? Yung ganitong picture. I love this, but there's something more powerful than mission and community. Right? The power of a clear mission and the power of community, may mas malakas pa dyan na meron yung early church that I challenge all of us to have.
This is the power of liminality communitas. Ano ibig sabihin niya? Right? Maybe for some of you, this is your first time. Bago, bago ako mag-jump dito, gusto ko lang sabihin na isa akong sociologist. Right? Or pag, kung tagalasal ka, sociologist ka. Right? Right? Liminality communita. Trust me, I know this. I'm a sociologist. Okay? Ano ibig sabihin ng liminality communitas? Tingnan muna natin yung first word. Okay? Liminality okay, means the transition process accompanying a fundamental change of state or social position. Okay? From dati, attendee lang ako, liminality changes my state to leader na ako. Something happened. Dati, fan mode ako. Ngayon, ako na yung artista. Example. There's a change of state. Single ako dati, hindi ako invited sa couples. Ngayon, may girlfriend na ako. Alvin C. Diba? So, there's a, there's a process. Lagaan mo yan, minsan lang yan. Okay. Okay. May liminality. There's a change of what? State or social position. This applies to the situation where people find themselves in an in-between, a marginal state in relation to the surrounding society, a place, yung state of transition, a place that could involve significant danger and disorientation. Ano ibig sabihin nun? Sabi niya, para makalipat from one state to the other, merong gitna of risk and danger or disorientation. Dating single ako, wala akong tinetext. Ngayon, dahil may asawa na ako, kailangan i-text, kailangan mag-sacrifice, nag-overtime para may pera. There's a disorientation of my life because I've experienced liminality. That's why I'm in this state. Right? So sabi nung author, na si Turner, sabi niya, to change from one state to the other, you should go through danger or disorientation, but not necessarily so. Pwede rin nang hindi, okay? Which angulo ng definition niya, no? So, parang tanggalin na natin yung last. What he's saying is, people need to experience liminality. You want to change from one state to the, to the other, you go through danger. Okay? Give you an example. This is the family of my wife. Nung single ako, kailangan ko magpaalam, kailangan ko lumipad ng CDO para magpaalam. Nung nasa aeroplano ako, I experienced the early stages of liminality. Ibig sabihin, seryoso na to. Bumili ako ng Cebu Pacific na hindi sale. Para lang pumunta ng CDO para lang magpaalam, pwede ko bang kunin yung anak nyo? Right? As my wife. Right? And I had to go through the process of interview, pakikisama. And now, because I passed and moved to another state, look, I'm in the family vacation. All expense paid. Why? I passed the liminality. You see? Another picture. This is our youth days. Right? Andiyan si Pastor Paolo, sino pa ba? Si Janelle, kilala niya, Pastor Rico, si 
Christian Jonglay, nakita nyo? Right? And John, you know, some of these guys, si Pastor Patrick, si Pinky, nung youth kami, sabi sa amin, you'll change the world. Kami na, ha, bata pa namin eh. And we would go to different provinces, we would preach the gospel in our school, we would turn our campuses around, hundreds of people would get saved. Through us, 13, 14, 15 years old. We, this group experienced what you call liminality. Kaya ngayon, magkasama kami nila Paolo, nila Patrick, nila Janelle, iba yung pinagsamahan mo. Bakit? You went through liminality. Right? Dati ako yung saling pusa dito sa picture. Right? We would go to different provinces. We would preach the gospel. Right? And we went through a state of liminality. Here's a picture of Pastor Joey that he posted on Facebook. This was years ago. Right? Single pa ako niyan. Right? All of us now are in some sort of doing God's work. Right? Si Pastor Neil nasa San Francisco. Si Mary nasa Dubai. Si LA coach ngayon, saka nagtotalk sa corporate. Si Paolo Jen, senior pastor sa Fort. Pastor Joey Marina sa Singapore. Jay, Jeannie nasa, nasa Clark. Si Miko nasa Pasig. Ah, nasa uh, Paranaque. Pastor Robert nasa San Diego. Si Kaloy nasa Nashville. Okay. Si Doc June nasa Pioneer. Si Gigi Lee nasa Pioneer. Si Pastor Robert nasa Makati. Dati, isa kami. Isang unit lang kami. Lagi kami magkakasama. But we have to change from one state to the other. And we look at this picture and there's a lot of good memories. Bakit? Mga kasama ko to. Nag-liminal activities kami. Together. It's different. Right? I now meet a new victory group every other week. This is my new victory group. They're all high school and college students. Right? This is a picture of community. Right? That has not experienced liminality. Ano ibig sabihin? Community pa lang kami. Wala pa kaming, limina- wala pa kaming pinatay na gulayat, itong grupo na to. Right? Kakakilala pa lang, nagkakaramdaman muna. Why? Because ngayon ko lang sila nakasama. Right? Wala pang dugo yung mga kamay niyan. Right? Lalagyan natin. And I'm really excited because for 2019, this is my goal. I will go through liminal activities with these men. Right? So that as they go through it, we would forge something together far stronger than community. Right? So I'm excited for this. We're ready to slay some giants and kill some Goliaths along the way with the younger ones. Ako na lang Okay, so, I'm excited for that, alright? This group has experienced liminality. Nag-away na kami, may umiyak na dyan, may napagalita na dyan, may, may mga tensions na dyan. Duguan na mga to sa kakakain. Okay, so, right? <laughs> this is going to be a different group. Like for me, like, Rafa attends my group now, but Alan and I went through liminality. May dugo na, iba na, naggera na kami. Si Rafa, wala pa, hindi pa kami nagigera. Pagera pa lang kami, nagpa-practice pa lang kami ngayon. So, the friendship here is different compared to the friendship here. 
not that I don't like it to be like this, but because there's no danger or risk, iba yung pinagsamahan nito sa dito. Right? Okay? The liminality is different. Now, you might say, oh, so, ang dangerous activities, pang, so, pang matatanda lang yan, diyan pang youth. Again, that's not true. I want to show you a video of liminality at work. Okay? This is in Indonesia. Okay? Watch this. Oh, okay. can you play it from there? Panorin nyo na sa YouTube. Miyak sila, mga bata. Ba't sila miyak? Ba't gano'n sila mag-worship? Liminality. They were the survivors of tsunami. And their worship is different. We went through danger together. And the songs we sing as a tribe is now different. Okay? Pag alam mong may pinagdaanan yan, at kasama ka doon sa pinagdaanan niya, iba yung friendship na yan. Iba yung community na yan. Hindi ito parang appreciation night na happy-happy. This goes deeper than happy. Right? And for, if you have liminality, ang resulta hindi po community. Anong resulta ng liminality? Yan yung tinatawag nating communitas. It's not a community, it's a communitas. Ano ibig sabihin ng communitas? It is the most vigorous form of community are those that come together in the context of a shared ordeal. May problemang pinagdaanan or those that define themselves as a group with a mission that lies beyond themselves thus initiating a risky journey. Ibang pinagdaanan, right? So may table tayo ng mga police, right? Ibang pinagdaanan ng police. Kaya sumama ako sa inyo mamaya. Di ba? Ako yung out of place. Bakit? Wala pa akong cardo moments, di ba? Wala pa akong mga provinciano moments, di ba? Sila may pinagdaanan na. Every day, their life is a danger. Am I right? If there's any terrorist activities, they're the front line. Their friendship cannot be just community. Apir-apir, hello-hello, hi-hi. It's a communitas. There's a risky ordeal that happens. Right? And for us, there are communitas here. But not everyone is in communitas. The prayer is, go through a dangerous journey with somebody, go through liminality that encourages you to become communitas. And mind you, communitas does not happen with hashtag, hashtag sa Instagram, ha? na nag-Facebook kayo, nasa Starbucks. Communitas ko. No, 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 no. That's, not com- that's a community. Unless you went through some danger or disorientation. Iba na, leader ka na eh. Marami na magbabago sa'yo. Marami ka ng sacrifices na gagawin mo just like everybody else in that group because of the communitas. Another example of communitas is this. this we call this our meat brothers sa Viber group namin because we do not give up eating meat together. Okay? Hebrews 10. Okay? And we've done communitas, liminality activities together. Right? You go through ordeals and problems together, it forges what? Not a community, but a communitas. Right? May mga pinagdaanan na yan. May mga offense na, pero magkaibigan pa rin. Yeah? May mga 
inislay na giant na yan. Yeah. Pag pumunta ka sa bahay nila Randall o nila Roy, may mga ulo nila gulayat naka-display. Alright? At saka kung ilang kalabaw ng pinatay namin para kumain, di ba? It's just, it's the communitas that happens. Right? In the scripture, you would see liminality communitas at work. David and Jonathan. Ano sabi ni Jonathan? Grabe, kindred. May na-feel ako sa'yo. Parehas tayo. Pumapatay ng mga higante. Pwede bang sumama sa'yo? Bro, bibigay ng tatay ko sa akin yung, ano eh, yung crown. Pero ayoko. Dapat ikaw. Oh, ganun ba? Pumapatayin ka. Oh, di bali. Tara, meeting tayo. Eh? What's that? It's liminality. It made David king because of a Jonathan in communitas. Right? You see it in uh, Paul and Barnabas in prison singing songs together. The earthquake happened. Right? Solid communitas. Nag-away. Nag-away din. Ni-record sa Bible, nag-away din sila. Right? But you see the solidness until they're old. They were together. Nagkabatian. Why? They went through liminality. Muntik lang mamatay. Right? You see it in our movement. Right? These are old pictures of us baptizing people. Pastor Ferdy, Pastor Joey, nandiyan pa rin. Right? Communitas na yan. Right? Here are other pictures. Pastor Edgar's there. Right? This is, I think, part of our Quezon City Church. They went through liminality. Kasi Pastor Edgar, may communitas na yan. Kaming dalawa ni Pastor Edgar, wala pa kaming pinap- kakarating niya lang dito eh. Right? Kaya hindi ako pwede pumasok siya. Pwede nga pasali. Hindi. Iba yung gulayat na pinatay namin noong 80s. 90s ka, bro. Right? Ah, ganun ba? Oh, sige, Miko. Alika, Rico. Alika. Diba? Iba kami. Iba yung 80s batch. Iba yung 90s batch. Hindi dahil hindi sila friendly, hindi rin dahil hindi kami magkaibigan. Magkaibigan kami. Pero ibang communitas to. Ito yung walang pera yung victory. Ito yung nagmamarunong lahat. Well, kami pa rin naman. Nagmamarunong din. Kahit walang alam. Right? The communitas was different. And so we get to forge together. Right? The greatest example is Jesus and the disciples. The liminality they went through. Imagine the persecution. Imagine the storm. They were together. Right? Saka nakakatawa sa communitas, pag nag-meet yan, kahit after 10 years, magkikintuan sila, ibabalik nila to that very detail yung mga nangyari dati. Naalala mo yung... Pero ito prayer ko, guys, sana pag nag-meet tayo, hindi lahat ng kwento. Naalala mo dati, nung nag-disciple pa tayo. Sana hanggang ngayon. Naalala mo kahapon? Oh, bukas ha. May gulayat pa tayo bukas. I do hope that would be the conversation and not dati kasi. I hope the conversation starts to like what I'm doing with my victory group now. What giants are we going to slay next? I want to start a journey with you. A community with a mission, with a clear mission, is liminality communitas. It's different. Now, ikaw lang ang makakasagot. 
if you are part of a community or if you are really in communitas. Okay? Question I want you to ask, is the loving missional God in you? Is there such a clear sense of the mission that I'm willing to go through danger and disorientation? Sisirain niya, schedule ko sisirain niya, priorities ko sisirain niya, relationship ko. Because of a disorientation of liminal activities so that I could experience a deeper community called communitas. Is God there in you? Second, is the mission of God in you? Are you ready to go and do something about Don't do it alone. Okay? You do it alone, hindi po communitas yan, right? Patay, tawag doon, okay? You want to die with others. Okay? Don't do it alone. Okay? But do it in community. Okay? You look around you, you're privileged. Because everybody here heard this message and you're here session too. And we want you to understand. We don't want to put more knowledge in you. Ang goal nito, hindi yung pagkaalis mo dito, pare, may bago kong word, liminality communitas. No, no, no. Please, Okay. Una-una, hindi sikat yung, kahit i-hashtag mo yan, wala pang isang daan gumamit niyan. Alright? Mga sociologist lang gumagamit. Huwag niyong pagyayabang yan. But I want you to live it out. Right? I want you to start listing down or even go back to the group where you are in. Ano ba to? Care bears ba to? Communitas. Ano ba ginagawa natin dito? Care group na lang ba to? Tayo na lang ba nagmamahalan? Swapang ba tayo sa pagmamahalan Diyos? O lalaban tayo? Pupunta ba tayong gera? Will we preach the gospel? Will we change my office? Will we do something about this? Because I want this to be liminality communitas. Remember, safe people will never go anywhere. They'll stay where they are. So don't do the same things over and over again expecting a different result this year. Until you come to a point of decision, let me have some dangerous liminal activities. 